Hey everyone, welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. Man, we have a fun show for you today, and I have a special guest coming in for a second time. It is Katie. Uh, welcome back, Katie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's a funny story. We just did an episode on Singles Inferno, and you were like, hey, you know, if there's any other shows, let me know. And uh, and then you wrote, I don't know if you have, but have you watched this show called The Brother's Son? And I was like, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a show for you to join on? And I said, you want to join on this episode? And you were like, sure, let's do it. I should have known that you probably had this already on your radar, but yeah, I hadn't <laughs> seen it put out yet. So I was like, oh, I, I wonder if it's like too late to join or ask about it. So I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. No, no, I like having more people asking questions and being part of this. But it's really exciting because not our, not only like last time we just talked about Singles Inferno. Mm-hmm. This time, we are actually talking to two of the stars of the show. We're talking to Blood Boots and June today. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I, uh, and audience out there, you're probably wondering, how does how does a high school biology teacher know Hollywood actors? Well, the truth is I don't. But what I do is I'm good at stalking and I'm good at sliding into people's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just cold DM people and I, I just DM them and say, hey, would you like to come on the podcast to talk about this? And once in a while, someone will, will be cool enough to come on. So we got two of them today. That's going to be exciting. Honestly, I feel like people are always surprised that the way that people make intros is through sliding into DMs or sliding like or doing like a cold email. Like I used to do that all the time for my blog when I was doing interviews. Like there's no harm in asking and people read their emails. Yeah. And and the worst thing they can do is ignore you or say no. Yes, correct. <laughs> so anyway, so we have a good show for you. We're waiting for two of the actors to come on. We're going to be talking with John Shui Zhang, a.k.a. Blood Boots, and Alice Hukin, who plays May and June. So stay tuned for that. And as usual, thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. What a show we have for you today. We are going to be talking about the Netflix show, The Brother's Son, which, I mean, I don't know who out there hasn't watched this show, but it is a fantastic show. Came out January 24th, 2024, and it stars Michelle Yeoh and a whole bunch of other cool, cool people, some of whom you will meet today. So we can't wait to get into it. And, uh, from from the past, we have a co-host joining us today. We have Katie again. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with everyone. Oh, so glad to have you back. And we are thrilled to have two actors from The Brother's Son. We have John Zhang, who plays Blood Boots himself, and Alice Hukin, who plays May and June. So I don't know if the audience knows, but you guys are both Brits. Actually, John kind of surprised me. I didn't know he was a Brit, but uh, I saw you guys on a red carpet interview and then your accent comes through. And I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. I've heard it's easier for Brits to do American accents than it is for Americans to do British accents. Do you agree or what do you know about that? Yeah, I'm. well, it's interesting. Yeah, that's a good question because I've seen a lot of Americans do some very good British accents. Um, you know, Renee Zellweger, for one, she did uh-huh. famous accent in um, Bridget Jones. And so actually, yeah, so sometimes I feel like like it is easier to do your accent probably than the other way around, but there are some actors that nail it really. Hmm. Someone said you just speak British English, but lazy. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do American, you speak it more lazily. Like totally. Yes, totally. that's <laughs> like totally, exactly, exactly. Like you guys, definitely, it's you relax more in the the mouth, and everything is more backwards. Whereas English is way more forward, and everything is like more open. Like you really use the mouth. <laughs> Yeah. So you just gonna get just get kind of tired and lazy, and then American accent comes. <laughs> All right. Hey, we like to greet our guests in the Asian way. So it's like eight thirty over there, but I want to ask you guys: Have you eaten yet, Cherlima? <laughs> no, I, I haven't eaten since Wednesday, actually. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I do a lot of intermittent fasting. So uh, no, I haven't eaten. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, you're okay though. You're not gonna. You're not gonna faint on us or anything. I'm oh, good. Okay. I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Alice? Have you had dinner? Oh, John's amazing. <laughs> He's like a beast. He can just go through. Yeah, you can eat for like two, not two days. Whereas I get hangry. Yeah. So I have. To, I have. Uh, I love good food. Actually, I love all cuisines. Um, and I did eat. I actually had a very yummy dinner. I had gnocchi with some sauce thing, actually. Um, it was like a salad thing. But yeah, it was really good. Amazing. Really good. So we might talk about food a little bit, John. That'll be okay. We're not going to attempt you too Please, much. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Wait, let's dig into your past a little bit. So obviously both Brits, but uh, what are your roots? So let's start with John. John, what are your roots? So my parents are from Taiwan. Uh, Then my dad had a job here in the UK, and that's where I was born. So uh, I'm born and raised here in in England. Um, So I'm British. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I speak Mandarin, Cantonese, and... uh, some French too. So um, I had a lot of friends in Hong Kong uh, from Hong Kong. So uh, at school, so I picked up Cantonese too. But yeah, that's that's my background. Nice, nice. How about you, Alice? Um, so I was born in China, um, in Jiangsu Province, mm-hmm. um, which is close by to Shanghai. Right. Um, and I also believe the um, you have the beautiful blossoms, the jasmine blossoms mm-hmm. in spring. It's known for that, which is incredibly beautiful. But um, yes, so I was born there um, and then I was adopted at nine months um, uh, from, yeah, uh, my mum is Norwegian and my dad is British and I grew up in Cambridge. Um, so, you know, my parents really tried their best to get the Mandarin lessons going and everything. Um, huh. but, uh, yeah, and I'm, I can't speak as well as John, but I am taking lessons and slowly learning, which I'm loving. And I feel like it's really, it feels really special actually. Um, so I take any opportunity I can to connect with those roots. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of my background. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, no, I, I was wondering, I was like, Hukin, where did that come from? Yeah, a lot of people get Hukin mixed up with Hawkin, who's the famous scientist. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's a British surname uh, from my dad's side, yeah. Awesome. Do you think there's, now you, you know a lot of Asian Americans, I'm sure, but do you think there's a big difference between uh, Asian Americans and Asian Brits, like how you grew up or was... Was it difficult growing up in England? Uh, so having um, spent a lot of time with Asian Americans, uh, it would appear that we all had very similar upbringings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think the same kind of parenting, um, the same kind of regimes, the routines and everything. Uh, so, and the traditions. So there's certainly a lot of sim- similarities between British-born and American-born from what I've seen. Um, I'm sure there are some differences too, but uh, yeah, Alice, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, no, I would totally agree with that. Um, I, I think, um, you know, I feel like I've spent equal amount of time with British um, Asian, the British Asian community, and also the American Asian community. And I think what's great is they're very welcoming and they just feel really, we feel like a community on both sides. And that feels oh. really special. Um and I love that. Yeah, I think it felt like that. Right, John? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Since you're both in the entertainment industry, do you remember seeing people that look like you on screen? Or do you remember the first time you saw someone that looked like you? And it could have been YouTube. It could have been TV or movies. That is such a good question. I love getting asked that question because I honestly didn't see a lot of me when I was growing up. You know, what feels really special about this project um, and more projects in the future and also the ones that have come before us is that it represents it, it represents the Asian community and, and, and Asians. And I think that's so important mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I really just had Michelle. I, I would see Michelle yeah. Um, yeah. and really that kind of was it. I mean, I'm sure there yeah. were more. But like it was slim pickings. Um, it really you was. Know, yeah. We really and it does feel like it's come a long way. Um, um, like kids today who are growing up will be able to watch things like literally the brother son, and I think that's why it's so imperative. Yeah. It's so important because 
it, it, it's there in front of the screens and kids will be like, that looks like me. And even though they might not be living a gangster, you know, triad life, <laughs> you know, or exactly that replica, they'll just see themselves. And Absolutely. that's yeah. almost so important in just growing up and knowing who you want to be and, and for confidence. Um, and so I did not have much of that when I was growing up. Yeah. I mean, we have Gemma Chan, obviously, who's beautiful and has paved, you know, the way mm-hmm. and done incredible work on the British side. And there were so many more actors. Um, but yeah. the, I feel like, you know, with Gemma and, and particularly Michelle, like they've had to go, they've had to carve the way for us. Like right. it's a little bit easier now, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. And there's been people that have come before us that have really had to go through the sticky mud. And it's not all like plain sailing, but it's a lot better right right how about you john did you see anyone that looked like you growing up so, so yeah i mean we had uh you know jet lee mm-hmm. bruce lee Jackie chan so i think seeing jet lee move into hollywood was mm-hmm. huge when he first did mm-hmm. the weapon four and it's like wow okay and then you know we had other people like daniel day kim who's still around and still yeah. looks mm-hmm. the same gosh <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> you know and certainly it's changed over time but i think at the time there really wasn't that many and and if there was it was like the roles were more stereotypical and uh, i'm very happy to see that's changed now (laughs) that's changing yeah Yeah. it really is has changed just in the last you know they say crazy rich asians was 2018 Mm. they said that was kind of a mark maybe a turning point mark for for the industry yeah yeah well, John, that slides right into our next question. I was going to ask you, did you start off in stunts first or acting first? What, how did your career go? Uh, yeah, stunts first. Um, so my first job was 47 Ronin with Keanu Reeves. And uh-huh. <laughs> entry level, you know, green fighting stunt job. Um, and after that, the, uh, the coordinators, some of the trainers, they remembered me for um, other other jobs. So they brought me back for... Uh, you know, 24, Doctor Strange. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been um, kind of like incestuous where you do work from one, work sure. with the same people, yeah. to the next. And, yeah, it was uh, – I only took took film full-time maybe a couple years ago. Um, but up until that point, it's like I worked a desk job, worked uh, a bunch of <laughs> nine-to-fives as well as part-time jobs in the evening. And then it was like uh, if I had a film day, I could uh, take a day off work and go do that. Um, it was only more in the past couple of years that I started delving more into the acting side. And um, I must say, it's like uh, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I'm very much enjoying the acting side, especially as uh, I'm I'm honest enough to say that I don't want to get hurt anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Absolutely. sure. So, um, yeah, I thought it was stunts and moved into acting. No lie. When I saw you on Brother's Son, I said to myself, man, that guy's body looks kind of like Don Lee's body. <laughs> and then I looked on your Instagram, and lo and behold, you wore Don Lee. <laughs> you wore Gilgamesh in Absolutely. The Eternals. That was a dream come true because uh, Don Lee was one of my heroes. He still is one of my heroes, and he yeah. is one of the loveliest people. He came on set and would remember everybody's names. So he was actually everybody's favorite to work with, for sure. You know what I mean? He was uh, <laughs> loveliest guy in the world honestly all right yeah no that's good to know because sometimes i i don't know you know we don't know as as viewers out there who's who's nice and who's not we're like oh i hope this person's <laughs> nice because i i like his characters too like in uh a train to busan and yeah oh, the eternals yeah what a um, film <laughs> yeah yeah mm. uh let's see and so alice you i see something on your imdb like oh. <laughs> you're you're young but you have like over over almost 30 credits on TV. You have something from when you were like seven or eight years old. You were on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like eight years old on that? How old? You guys started really young. I was really young. Quite eight, but I would go with at 12, 12 years old. Oh, okay. I was okay. on that. Um, and yeah, like that was the first ever Sherlock Holmes and Baker Street Irregulars. And I filmed that with Aaron Johnson and um, Jonathan Price, who are both incredible. Jonathan Price is in The Crown, who plays 
someone very important. Uh, <laughs> he's the um, king. Okay. Yeah. He's the king. Um, I was like, and, okay. and um, he's so talented. And Aaron mm-hmm. Johnson, I mean, also a huge star. And that was the first time that I really got like a taste of it. And mm-hmm. I just, it just was the best thing ever. I had so much fun. And I remember someone telling me that you can do this as a job. So, you know, I never forgot that. And, um, then kind of went to drama school. Um, I went to Central School of Speech and Drama and then started mm. auditioning and then working in theatre and kind of doing bit parts in, in great shows. And then, um, yeah. yeah, here I am. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw I saw a Game of Thrones. You were in, you're a, a uh, small part, but you're in Game you know, of Thrones. Well, you know what's interesting is the roles that I've done prior to The Brother's Son have all been roles where I've been very heavily made up, so you actually can't recognise me, which I kind of like, or they're very, very different to me. So you wouldn't Mm. know unless you went, oh, yes, that's Alice from The Crown, the character from, you know, um, Uh because I just look quite different. Um, Yeah, so I think that's nice. (laughs) Was this your first action role, or have you done action stuff before? No, uh, this was my first action role, like hardcore oh, wow. action role, indeed. Yes. Yeah. What do you What do you think, John? How'd she do? She did great. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, Alice and I worked out together a lot. We We worked out a, a lot together. So, um, no, like uh, Alice picked things up very quickly, especially someone who who hasn't done screen combat, and it's like, wow, okay, this is great. And it's, um, yeah, Alice, you and I trained a lot together. I mean, John's like training with John was like it's like training with the old time wizard in terms of like knowledge, yeah. but also just his kindness. And mm. it was really quick pace, and you had to like learn a fight and then boom, film it. And so I'm wow. someone that really likes to make sure that I'm extra extra prepared. Um, uh-huh. So I very kindly asked John to help me and train me at, like extra on top of the training that I'd already done, and it really did help. Like it really made a difference mm. um yeah, kind yeah. of like lines you do your lines and you know your scene and i think the mo- like every actor has their own process and their own journey but with something that's a choreographed fight like the more you know it and the it's in your body the more relaxed you're going to be and i'll do that until 2 a.m <laughs> yeah <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like, because Alice and I were both from the UK, it's like, you know, spending a lot of time with each other and we got to help each other with each other's lines, you know, um, training together. So it was great, you know. (laughs) I definitely remember like, there was some very late nights and some like, I would text John and be like, oh, please, can you just come over to run over this one bit of the choreo? And John would be there. He'd be like, yep, there in 10 minutes. And I'd be like, this is so nice, like to have someone to help you like that. And, you know, I was like, John, you need not that he needed it, but if I was like, if you need help with just running lines or going through stuff, I was like there. Mm. And probably we were both from London, like not London, mm. the UK. We both had yeah. like, it felt, it's like, oh, ah, oh, you're British. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely getting big brother vibes from you, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got big brother. Totally, totally. 1,000%. <laughs> and actually, that's how we got on this call was, so I, I DM'd John, and John was so kind to reply, and he's like, yeah, I'll come on the show. And I said, well, yeah, if you, if you have any other people that, you know, you want to come on with you. And he's like, well, I'm working out with Alice right now. So yeah. <laughs> we'll get this thing yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, you called us. You, Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. And um, we did work out the last trip as well because I went to the gym and got a few reps in. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Katie? You want to work out with John and Alice sometime? That'd be fun, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd be so intimidated. John <laughs> oh, is like the nicest person to work out with the nicest and the most patient and so good that your muscles hurt within 10 minutes 10 minutes oh man i don't doubt that at all that would be a really fun experience we'd have to get that on video for sure i love that (laughs) yeah that could be a side business john it'd be like work out with blood boots you know (laughs) you know what's funny it's like um uh because uh, i have quite a soft manner um i can get people to to go an extra mile uh, so I think we can just do two more reps. Let's just be <laughs> <laughs> and so then you're polite. Like, so polite. 
<laughs> People won't want to say no to you. <laughs> interesting, actually, which I observed, which I think is re- is an interesting thing, is that with John, you are the kindest person and the, the sweetest, and you have a very soft voice, but you look oh. absolutely ripped. And you look like <laughs> if you don't talk to you, you're like, whoa, that guy would just like I would not want to meet that guy in a dark alley yeah. or be on his <laughs> like bad side. Like you look more intimidating. Whereas yeah. I think with me, I'm quite petite and I'm I'm so bubbly and friendly. But then if I get angry, I can like change. I think it's just like my eyes and my intensity. So it's like <laughs> all those little things that you don't think about someone. I feel like John and I both we have that in a sense. Like John looks yeah. a certain way, isn't same with me. Sorry, not saying that I'm angry all the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Someone someone made that meme about you, Alice, where your character June is walking on the college campus and oh they God, said something like <laughs> they were like, Was yeah, was anybody else scared when June walked up to Bruce and everyone was like, Oh yeah, terrified. I mean you're small pretty like you're you're like a hundred pounds, right? You're not very big. But when you came on there with the But yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's so funny because if I get really angry, I think people are just really shocked. There's like a moment of like is this person really angry? Like you were literally so bubbly and cute. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to slide into talking about the show. So I want to warn everyone out there who hasn't watched The Brother's Son. I mean, who hasn't? But if you haven't watched it, we're going to give you a spoiler alert now. So if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it before we talk about the plot, get away from your devices right now before we spoil it for you. So I will play a little bit of the theme song from The Brother's Son. And by the time the song is over, if you're still here, you're going to hear some spoilers. <laughs> So the brother's son, let me read the IMDb description. It is Charles' son, or Sun, a Taipei gangster who settled into his life as a ruthless killer, but he must go to L.A. to protect his mother and helpless brother after his father is shot by a mysterious assassin. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Katie, so you're a fan of the show. When did you first hear about the brother's son? Did it just pop up on your Netflix feed? No, so I actually heard about it a while back. So you all have to keep me accountable on this. But I think the first time it was released that Michelle Yeoh was tied to the project was I think back in 2022. Um, And so that was like the first ties about it. And so I, I stay up to date on pop culture and I like to know what's coming out. And so I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, okay, I'll get more news once it's like closer to the day. And it ended up being like almost two years later. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was my first um, awareness of it. And then once, I think in the fall was when the trailer started coming out, the first mm-hmm. teaser trailer, and then the more full one. And I was like, wow, I am so excited. Like, I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't read any articles about it. I don't even think I saw this IMDb description, um, but I knew I was going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, how about you guys? When did when did you hear about the show? Was it through a casting call or did someone else tell you about it before you auditioned for it? So I, um, the casting department reached out to me directly to submit a self-tape because they said that, you know, we think you might be good for a role if you'd like to read for it. I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh-huh. at the time, there was very, there's limited information about the show. Um, mm. So even once I got cast for the show, it was only maybe a couple months later when Netflix announced the cast, the full cast, did I see that Michelle Yeoh was attached to it. Oh. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? So <laughs> I found out when everybody else found out. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So um, it was super exciting. And especially seeing Alice's face, I was like, okay, Alice and I connected on Instagram. Um, so at least when I fly out, you know, uh, I'll, you know, I've got a friend out there already, someone who I already know from the UK. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Alice? When did you hear about the show? Did your agent get it to you or did you see it some other way? No, my agent got it to me. So my team, um, literally, I got the sides through. I It was all very top secret. And I remember reading the sides thinking, oh, this looks super fun. And I off I went on my little self-tape journey. And yeah, then I went through the process. It was an incredible casting process. I had honestly the best time doing it. And as you go further in, you kind of get to know a bit more about your characters. And 
a lot about it, I think, is you get to just read the sides and go, oh, my God, this is actually a really good script. You know, this is really beautifully and written and really fun. And I just got excited straight away. Um, and then I auditioned. Yeah. Yeah. And Alice, I mean this in the most complimentary way, like you were just too good at your job, but May and June, um, it took me a little bit of a second to realize that you were playing both characters. Um, so that was, I remember doing like a double take. I maybe even rewinded back to look and make sure, but how would you describe the differences between May and June? Um, that's a really good question. And thank you so much. Like, honestly, every time someone says that they're like, they double take or wait, they're like, wait, what? You played both? I'm just like, <laughs> yes. And obviously I did it. So for me, I'm like, can you not see that? But I mean, my dad didn't, my own dad did not recognize me as May. <laughs> um, so that was a very funny moment. Um, when he watched it, he was like, there was a, like a woman coming on and she had a fringe and he was like waiting for me. And I was like, that is me. Um, so I thought that was quite funny. Uh, like my own dad. Um, but, um, yeah, the difference is, is that I would say May was a lot more outgoing and bubbly. So, like, I really had fun with playing a bit more with, like, the, you know, the L.A. kind of, oh, my gosh, and, like, being really fun and, like, oh, this is yeah. so amazing and just being really Californian, but trying to keep her grounded and then also remembering that she is, like, ahead of a... Um, a drug cartel so uh, that she can yeah. change and be erratic. She's a fighter. She's very well trained. So she has a little bit of this, I don't want to say craziness, but, you know, erratic <laughs> behavior. And the way how she kind of uses people is she's very like, like I thought of it like this, like she's very like open and bubbly and charming. Mm -hmm. And then she switches because she's like, I've got you as my friend. I've got you to do what I need you to do. And now I'm going to literally do this to you. And it's like, that was quite fun having fun with that. Um, and then June was a lot more, um, she's a lot, she was a lot more inward. So she was much more grounded. She also, I think thinks not saying that May doesn't think, but June is, uh, I don't want to say darker, but she's more inward as a person. Mm -hmm. I think she's quite vulnerable as well. She's got a very soft and artistic side yeah. to her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, she kind of judges very quickly. She's like instantly like, you're going to hurt me. You're there to do this to me. So I'm just going to be very standoffish and stoic. And I think that I found those two sides in my personality as well and brought them to yeah. the two wins. Because um, I would say I have at moments both of those traits. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So much fun. Yeah. But the costume and the makeup helped a lot with that as well, you know. Sure. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the costumes. Like, yeah. just everything was phenomenal. Mm. John, did they let you take the red boots? Do you get to take those home with you? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. is cosplay sorted for the rest of my life now. So <laughs> that, That's cool. That's cool. But actually, I'd like to add on, though. Um, so when I flew out to L.A., um, Alice had already finished with playing May. So when I watched the show, I was like, whoa, okay, you know, it's, <laughs> this is quite an adjustment. And I think uh, it was just amazing to see Alice play those both, both of those characters and just seeing the contrast between them. And I remember um, when I was watching the show, Alice and I spoke on, on the phone yeah, and it was like, yeah, you know, you'd like, you were so good. Like uh, you, the screen presence was just phenomenal. I, I literally said the same to John because obviously I hung out with him as a friend. It wasn't like he was blood boots with me. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God, it's... We had no scenes together. Oh, that's no. right, yeah. No, not yet. Maybe. <laughs> so it was like seeing a stranger, you know, when you watch them on the screen, it was like someone that yeah, totally different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm really having to detach from who you are as a person to who you are on, on screen. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Blood Boots, Blood Boots, mm -hmm. what, what role do you think he had in the Jade Dragons? If he had to kind of summarize his job. <laughs> so Blood Boots is a trusted enforcer for the Sun family and has been for many years yeah uh and you know i think when you see him in the show the years have worn on him but he still has a lot to offer but he does complain about the best days being behind him <laughs> i think in, in the first scene that you see him in he's like well you know back in the day i used to be the guy that pe people came to when things got real and now i'm just cleaning up someone else's mess <laughs> um, you know what i mean so it's like uh so the the thing about blood boots is he's despite his background 
in all the triad activities and everything, you know, business is business. He's still actually a super cheerful kind of guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. If, if I'm honest, it's like uh, when I read the, the uh, about Blood Boots, I was like, oh gosh, this is me in 10 years time if I take a few more knocks to the head, you know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> So um, when I read about Blood Boots, I was like, okay, he, he's a bit of a goofball and so am I. I mean, that is, that is mm-hmm. complete. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Now, I think what a lot of people didn't expect maybe when they saw the description of this show, but mm. what really came through for me, and I think for a lot, of, especially Asian Americans or Asians in general, was the idea of family and loyalty to family no matter what, even if it costs you your life, you know, <laughs> and unfortunately that happens to some of you, right, in this in this drama. But could you could you relate to the family dynamics of this drama? I think so many Asians could relate to the family aspects of this drama. Oh, absolutely. And I think um, certainly seeing uh, Bruce's character, oh, mm-hmm. Sam's character, Bruce, it was like, right. uh, it was a little, it's more, it's more relatable than I care to admit, you know, <laughs> I think, I think uh-huh. the bits where, um, you know, when Bruce said like, oh, yeah, when uh, my mother got me to attend school with chicken pox, just to preserve my 100% attendance record. <laughs> was, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I'm yeah. thinking, you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's kind of relatable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and just the like whole dynamics in terms of how important the family are to each other. I definitely see that a lot. Um, I think it's a very relatable topic. Um, you know, the closest, yeah, I'm really yeah. close with my mom and I just really loved, loved seeing that relationship between Michelle and, and, and Sam. Obviously she's close with Charles, but she's, you know, they're estranged from each other at the beginning. So to yeah. see them all become really close at the end it's very moving you know that mm. journey because it's a very relatable topic and i think that you know michelle yeah. does an insane job at doing that so yeah yeah well and seeing june gets taken in like i didn't expect that right i expected her kind of just to go away but june becomes part of the family too she's like the the new daughter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like because they're both orphans i think you know, yeah. June, sort of particularly in that scene in episode three, where you see her coming to the family house and she sees that relationship between the brothers and the mum, like love, really. I think she never had that. I mean, she had May, basically, which was mm-hmm. her family. And then I think that's what sets her on this journey to find out who killed May. So I think the fact that she joins the family, she lets us, and it takes the time to do that, right? She like doesn't do it initially. Um, She takes some steps to see if she can trust these people. But I think she really connects with them in terms of they mean a lot to her. And I think, um, yeah, I think that's like that, that relationship feels really strong. No, I love that part of it. And unfortunately, John, you, you had to take one for the team. <laughs> this know, one. Yeah. Do you do you know how many times you've died on screen? Like how many times? It's it's got to be dozens of times by now. I, I can count maybe about twenty odd times offhand, <laughs> but, but I'm really good at it. I'm really good. Yeah, at it. I guess. <laughs> Honestly, your death was. I was crying. I was crying when I. I know. Because it was so moving, and I just didn't. I was like not expecting it. It was like no, they're going down like dominoes. Yeah. I was like, stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah, someone was going to step in. I thought someone would step in and get you, but mm. no. Well, I, I did uh, check the timestamps. Had Bruce come just one minute sooner, I would I, I, have survived. So I blame the slow walking aunties. You know, come on, yeah, come yeah. on, yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, I definitely feel that with uh, that scene because that was my third day on set, and that was my first day with Michelle. So oh. I had been in LA for maybe a week. So I was still jet lagged. I was still tired, but you know, she made me feel so at ease. But I think when we first in, when we first did that scene, when we locked eyes, I, I tell you what, I, I wanted to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie. It, it was such it was... A, it, that was a really beautiful scene. Um, and yeah. you know, it's, uh, I think what got me the most though, uh, was, um, actually when, not not actually my death. It was actually Bruce's reaction to the death. Yeah, um, yeah. I get really emotional seeing it because I saw that in person when he mm. when he looked over at at the body and you know uh, he did such an amazing job and it was like yeah. mm. so every time I see that that scene where he starts crying, it really hits me. It really really hits me every time. It hits me as hard as it did first time round. I was yeah. like ah. 
Uh, all of us. No, you're not alone, man. Oh, all there were some really emotional moments mm-hmm. in in the brother son. Actually, I, I honestly feel like the show has everything. It has those really touching, soft moments, um, juxtaposed against the real like fighting and comedy. And I just think it's so yeah. bingeable. Like we've heard. <laughs> people saying that like uh, when yeah. i was watching it i was like wait no we can't finish the we have to keep going yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so really want to talk about the role of women in this show i can't think of many crime dramas with so many really strong female characters alice what did it mean for you to be a part of this cast that has so many really badass female characters including yourself jenny madison michelle and heidi I mean, it was honestly a dream come true. I couldn't have asked for anything better as an actress to be able to work along like those incredibly strong women that you just listed and being, you know, a part of the story, the women are really strong. I mean, at this time as well, and with, you know, diversity and what the show is saying, it's just so important. Um, So I I had a lot of fun and I think strength comes in many forms. It comes in vulnerability. If you're very vulnerable, it's a huge strength for for men and women, but you know, it's often deemed as if you're vulnerable, you're seen as weak. And I don't think that's true at all. I think it's the opposite. And I think strength comes in loyalty and it also comes in knowing who to protect. And and it feels like the women really do that. Um, I know Heidi's character sort of does a 180 a little bit with with Justin, but there's all that romance entanglement. So, you know, it's, um, but still she's a strong, you know, She's, all of us are like strong in our individual ways. Um, so I, I really, you know, mm. had so much fun exploring that. Yeah, so good. It's so much fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lot of buzz out there about a season two. No official announcements yet, but I'm guessing the cast would be down. Alice, the cast be down for a season two? Oh yeah, the cast would definitely be down. <laughs> I'm like, come on, get the announcement going. <laughs> All right, so here's here's a pure speculation. Ooh, yes, a lot of people it. are wondering which brother, if they they want a love line for June, which brother do you think June would choose? Charles, the fighter, the baker, or the sensitive nerd in in Bruce? Which which brother do you think? Now this is not in the script at all. This is pure speculation. What do you think? Well, you know. Woo. I was talking to John about this exact question. I think we did talk about this, right, John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this did come up. Um, you're not the first person, and I'm sure you won't be the last person to ask me this. But I have to say, it's an interesting one. But I think if June um, were to pick, I think she would probably go with Charles. Um, but, then, you know, it would be a um, an interesting relationship, it, it, or what it would be. I, I think it would be a fun one to watch. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I definitely think Charles, because I think Bruce is a little bit um, – too young and a bit too she see she has to protect charles right yeah sorry yeah. bruce she like june is yeah uh, a better yeah. fighter than bruce and she's <laughs> uh, you know very strong so um yeah maybe charles would match her i can I mean, see that yeah i could definitely see that i mean i and still then, think uh, june could win but um in a fight <laughs> but we'll yeah. see we'll see i mean it's, it's a tough one it's a tough one now, now, John, I sent you a, a, a thread from uh, Angry Asian Man, Phil Yu, and he was saying he wants to see a prequel with blood, where Blood Boots and Shing have to travel around and do something. Do you have any plot ideas for that one? Maybe, maybe traveling around Asia, just wreaking havoc? What do you think? So, actually, um, in the event that that does happen, that's when Blood Boots is actually in his prime. Now, um, oh, in episode yeah. four, around the dinner table, um, Michelle actually says to Blood Boots, well, back then you weren't so fat. And so because <laughs> Blood Boots isn't in, in his prime anymore, if there was some kind of prequel with Shing, uh, that's when Blood Boots was, would actually be younger, look in his prime. So I actually dropped 43 pounds in the event no. that this might be a thing. So, okay. um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I, I've always been about 240, but I'm weighing in at just about 200 at the moment. All right. You're ready to go. So the phone call, anytime the phone call comes, you're ready to do it. I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, we'll definitely be down. I hope we get renewed, but uh, let's see what happens. 
amazing that would be you super know, I fun feel like it's so nice because it's one of it, this cast works so hard i have never worked with a cast that just mm. put in so much time um to to dedicate to the to the to the craft and i think mm. that that is it really speaks volumes when you watch the show and i feel like it would really be disappointing if we didn't get a season two because of all mm. the work and of all of yeah. the fans and everything so I feel like that but at the end of the day that that hard work has been noticed and it's you know everyone just has worked so hard really the training the lot everything yeah mm. Mm. something I'd like to add to that is um so Justin Chen um now yeah. I always regarded him to be an older brother even though uh, he's actually physically uh, younger than I am, um, but I always regard him to be older because of seniority. Now, in terms of, say, uh, when he finished filming, um, a long day of filming, he would be in the gym working out and he'd be wow. drilling techniques. And I know that mm. because I was there and uh -huh. I didn't work every day. So I had a lot more free time than him. So mm. seeing him in there training and constantly driving and you know, we trained together a lot, and he'd say to me, "Okay, like um, I'm practicing this sequence. Uh, I, you know, like, you know, let's drill it a little." And it's like, um, so that was always super inspiring for me to see just how hard everybody worked, and it mm. was like that is really reflective on the performances on screen. One hundred percent. Yeah. No, no, I I completely second that. It was like so much fun to work with people that work that hard and with that passionate and and if we get season two the work only ramps up another notch um there will be no sleep <laughs> there, yeah, there will be yeah. no sleep and <laughs> i will get extra bionic arms <laughs> so yeah no june comes back with four legs instead of two <laughs> She can she can outrun everyone. No, yeah. Um, the work was yeah. It was kind of incredible to watch that. Um, and to be mm -hmm. a part of that and to do that. Um, with everyone, everyone was helping each other, so that felt really great. So a little bit of an industry question. This is a show featuring an all Asian cast, an all Asian writers room, an Asian mm -hmm. casting director production designer, costume designer, cinematographer, stunt coordinator, all Asian directors, scenes shot at iconic LA establishments, music from Asian artists. Can you share the impact that this had on you both personally and professionally? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, absolutely. So um, it just feels like home. Uh, and mm. I, I think when we did the 626 Night Market, <laughs> it, honestly, it just feels like home to be with so many people from the same kind of background environment culture traditions so being uh on a set where we had um vera who was our costume designer for instance she knows she knows it inside out nobody's done more research on the costume than than, than she has and it was like uh she did so much research as well so basically um like uh, the mood board for uh the costumes was extensive so especially for, for blood boots a lot of the the dress sense was from what Don Lee would wear from his other films, and okay. it was like uh, so you know it was just phenomenal, especially as um, someone like Vera, she knows the culture inside out, the language, everything, all the traditions, and it's like you know it, it just makes it so much more authentic. Yeah, you know, I know I've used this word a lot, but it it really just felt very special and quite groundbreaking. This is like such a new, fresh show that needs to be watched um, and is so important. And and Brad, Kevin, Byron, Jenny, Brooke, all of these people have absolutely championed um, and and just led forth this this production. And I think without those people it wouldn't have happened and so you know and then michelle leading it and i mean it's mm -hmm. it's honestly groundbreaking i i I, yeah. I do feel it's groundbreaking because you know it's just so important and it's just so much fun as well like let's not forget the fun the fun costumes <laughs> all the food that you see you know and all those fights like who yeah. doesn't you know it's so much fun right it's not like that is real life i don't go home and suddenly whip out these moves you know um unless i get really angry um <laughs> it's, it's just got everything and that's why i feel like it's a really honestly special show and has a really big part of my heart definitely yeah it honestly nice. feels so historic in a way and i i love the show yes. from start to finish and i really do hope that there are more opportunities like this again in the future 
and a season yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're so right with even saying Crazy Rich Asians. That that was two, three, sorry, four years, five, 2018, yeah. and it felt yeah. like it's like there's lots of work that have been so incredible before that, but it's like for some reason it felt like Crazy Rich Asians really broke that that mm-hmm. gate almost. Um, yeah, and since yeah. there's been a lot, and I just feel like there it should just be more because it's all so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I think we're starting to see it. You know, where Crazy Rich, well, before Crazy Rich Asians, it was kind of like one-offs. You know, like Joy Luck Club, or there's like one, right. you know, Better Luck right. Tomorrow. There's one at a time, but now it's been you know everything, everywhere, all at once. Beef. You know, you have Beef. your show. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and then we got yeah. the three boy problem, and there's you know Avatar. And it's like this is great, and yeah. it's like all of those. Yeah series deserve season two because we're (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure well we're we're running out of time a little bit i could talk to you guys all afternoon but are you guys ready for a little lightning round okay okay all right so First thing that comes to your mind, favorite spot uh, for Asian food inside the SGV? You, you know, I'm going to say Panda Express. Panda Express. <laughs> I don't know what they put in the orange chicken. Love it. <laughs> you know, I love it. that. John loves that Panda <laughs> Express. Um, if, you, if you don't know where John's gone to, he's gone to Panda Express. No pun intended there. But because um, I'm not from around there, I'm going to say um, I can't say Panda Express, but I'm going to say six two six Night Market because they yeah. just like food there. Sure, sure. Well, you guys have an insider now. If you need to go somewhere in LA, talk to Katie. She's from down there. So, Katie, you got a recommendation for uh, the SGV? I got two. So, for dim sum, Atlantic Seafood in Monterey Park. And then I really love, so I'm Vietnamese, so I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this. I think it's Na Chang, uh, and it is in San Gabriel. So they have like pho and bùm and uh, a few other soup dishes too. All right. So you got to have a tour guide next time. Give Katie a call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did actually, there was a place that I did go to, but it's not in San Gabriel. It's called um, um, Dan uh, apologies if my pronunciation is not correct, um, but Dan Sangsa, which was incredible. Um, mm. It's quite famous. Actually, June, uh, who plays TK, um, he went there and he took he took you, John. He took you and Justin. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell you what, it's, um, I certainly am going to miss the Korean barbecue. The closest yes. one to me, yes. two hours away. It, yes, it's, and uh, the food. And that restaurant was actually featured in The Brother's Son best food yeah. the best food and i actually have to say the food filming on the brother's son was historically <laughs> incredible like nice. absolutely you know i have done scenes where you eat and you eat and you kind of expect the food not to be good and cold and dry this was not that this was like okay uh, i need to the catering the food yeah. on the show um again if we do season two we're gonna have to you know choose which portions to have because the food was unbelievable <laughs> i would actually yeah, like I would steal some of the food to take home <laughs> uh, the days that I had off because it was so good. Oh man! See, not not to stereotype, but if you but yeah, if you put Asians in charge of catering, I think I think the food's gonna be good. <laughs> okay, next lightning round question: What is the best part about being an Asian Brit? Having the accent, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it throws people off. I must. Oh, that's a good one, John. Okay, having the accent. Yeah, I love that. Actually, surprising people with my accent, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's John. Yeah. Um, it is a really great answer. That's why I'm stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> the internet seems to be divided on whether or not I sound more like Gordon Ramsay or Stewie Griffin. Uh, I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I can hear I can hear a little Stewie. Actually, to be I can, I can. <laughs> I can't hear it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. If you either of you could do a fight scene with anyone, living or deceased, who would you like to do a fight scene with, or a character? Uh, Jet Li. Um, uh. So Jet Li was my hero since I was a kid, and it was uh, I met him as part of the Jet Li fan club uh, in two thousand. <laughs> So I met him 24 years ago, and I know sometimes they say Don't, never meet your heroes, but he was one of the nicest guys in the world. And nice. um, you know, he's one of the reasons why I'm still in the game today, um, why I even started um, 
So it would be a dream to to do a fight scene with him and get my butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Alice? You guys, anyone you like to spar with? I would actually love to do a fight with John um, because it would be so much fun. And I feel like I wouldn't be scared of hurting him because I'm very, very cool. But it would be interesting. You know, I would use different techniques and I would really have fun if I did that. Yeah, that would be great. How about a Michelle Yeoh fight scene, though? <laughs> oh, no, I'd be too scared. I, I would be too, too scared. Too intimidating. Yeah. I'd be too scared. I just, I just wouldn't want her to beat me, and she probably would. I just, she's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. She's um, a legend. I'd yeah. love to fight Charles just because of the competition. I know he could probably beat me, but it's like, mm, but could he? Depends. But could he? Yeah. No, we we would pay to see that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know who you would. <laughs> um, thinking about future projects, what type of character would you like to play next, or what genre would you like to dive into? Uh, so me personally, um, I love sci-fi, love sci-fi. So it would be wonderful to work on something like Star Trek or or anything. But I'm also a big comedy fan. I love Big Bang Theory. Uh, <laughs> I love How I Met Your Mother. Uh, and seeing say, where Terry Crews has gone with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's like yeah. big dude and he can do action, but he's also yeah. quite a lovable fella, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, so I think I'd love to do comedy too. Or like a Dave Bautista, he does some comedy too. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this question and I have so many answers, but because it's quick fire round, I'm going to say I would love to work on something that's very similar and um, to Succession. So anything that Lucy Preble has written, I am a okay. huge fan. Um, also, um, yeah, I mean, anything that she writes or Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Again, comedy, but like a little heightened part, um, like a kind of crazy yeah. secretary. I'd love to play or like someone that's yeah. like intense but like funny you know that's like uh-huh. a bit useless but a bit like hello look at me hello <laughs> like, I think that would be really fun um yeah, yeah and a bit of um improv in there so anything with Lucy Preble basically <laughs> love to try that. yeah, yeah. alright and we'll end with our signature question we like to ask our guests who their infatuation is Infatuation is anyone in the Asian community, living or deceased, that you admire. You've mentioned a few already, so if you want to, if you want to restate an answer, that's fine too. But uh, John, who is your infatuation? Absolutely, it's Michelle. Um, uh, she was a she's been a staple throughout my entire life. Growing up, watching all her films, and yeah. um, certainly. Um, as I said earlier, I love Star Trek. And now seeing her, seeing Michelle Yeoh in Star Trek, these are two things that I love the most. You know what I mean? So, without a doubt, absolutely. Uh, great answer. I'm also going to second that, like 100% hands down, Michelle. I remember seeing her on the cast and then getting to meet her. And I kind of had to act normal and probably didn't. And it was like, you know, I was just so like starstruck, but also at the same time, like, She's just incredible and she's so down to earth, but just working with us and kind of rubbing off her star power on us. I was like, yes, please. Um, so definitely mm-hmm. everything she touches and does is is amazing. And I just, yeah, she's also really fun. Um, yeah. But she's just incredible in what she's done for the community and what she's done for the world, like how talented she is. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, she... That Oscar is so well deserved. Um, yeah. So yeah. Hey, you're you're preaching to the choir. You know, we are huge fans know, of Michelle. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, Honestly, so. when I first ever met her, I was like, okay, just try and act normal. Be cool, um, be cool. <laughs> just try and be cool, be cool. When I first met her, um, I thought, right, okay, you know, you got to create a good impression. Hi, I'm John. Oh. <laughs> squeaky voice yeah like, oh, oh you thought yours was bad john mine was i think mine was horrific like i don't get starstruck i just don't like i've met so i've been very lucky and i've met a couple of other actors who you know you know and you're just a bit like okay that's great and but with michelle i was like i had this whole like i wanted to be like oh my god you've paved the way like i watched you when i was 10 or like not, not but yeah. i also don't want to you know, like, you know, that she was, um, you know, being so amazing, but you kind of just get a bit frazzled. So I was like, oh, I didn't really say much, but just sort of nodding. And I sort of wanted to like, yeah, 
just hug yeah. her. <laughs> no, um, I, I bet she gets that all the time, that look in people's she's eyes. Probably, she's probably like, oh, go away. No, no, she's not like that. But she, <laughs> she's probably like, yeah, so you, she's so graceful with it. Um, oh, um, and she always says like, oh, my gosh, it's so fun to work with us because, you know, she's, I've seen that she said that. And I think that, I think it's, I think what we have to remember is that like, you know, we all like teach each other little bits of different things. And so mm-hmm. I think that was what was also really special about this cast. Yeah. Mm. Well, today you guys are our infatuations. We are so oh, happy to have you guys aw. on here. <laughs> we could really do this all afternoon, but we but we have to get back to work, Katie. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. No, 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 that's fine. Friday evening for uh, me, so. Oh, man. But thank you so much for coming on. Can we get a photo of some sort? I don't yeah, know let's see. Yeah. Let me see. I do a group view. Oh, I, can... was, I might take a screenshot. Yeah, let's do it, Katie. Okay. Ready? All right. In three, two, one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you guys. That was yeah, so yeah, fun. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, and and Katie, thanks for coming on too on on short notice. Yeah, to happy to be here. I I'm so glad. I was gonna try and rearrange my schedule to make it. So. Oh. <laughs> so uh yeah if you want to follow john on on instagram he's at john shui zhang i'll write this all out in the show notes and alice is at alice Yukin on instagram any any big projects coming up that we should know about i'll keep you posted <laughs> okay um I have a film coming out with Rami Malek, which is coming at the end of the year, which I play a CIA agent. That was really fun. I shot that. Do you know what? I can't remember because the, all the years have gone into muddle. Um, <laughs> but um, that film, and it did get delayed uh, due to the strikes and everything, but I mm-hmm. wrapped on it um, after. So yes, that is coming out and I'm very excited for that. I think that will be a brilliant film. Um, I mean, obviously it's got Rami, but um, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun um, again a very different character in that <laughs> good good yeah no love to see it i can't wait to see you both in different Aww. things Thank you. katie you're welcome back anytime as well <laughs> and everyone out there you can follow katie at katie yow on instagram or tiktok and as i mentioned you can write to us at infatuation podcast at gmail.com and please follow us on instagram at infatuation podcast all these details will be in the show notes. And so on behalf of John, Alice, Katie, and myself, we hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Bye. 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 Also, oh, watch Brother Sun. <laughs> oh, yeah, watch Brother Sun. <laughs> watch it. Watch it now. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys, are you guys still in the top 10? You were kind of hanging on there like eight. You're number eight for a while on the Netflix top shows in America, at least. I think the U.S. was still top 10. I'm not sure. Um. No, it, it's getting some views. So I, I would be shocked if you don't get a season two. I, I really think this one is going to be good. I hope. I we hope. really Fingers want crossed. it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go. Thanks for staying up late with us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having so us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> How fun was that? I had the best time. It was so great to speak with them. I loved hearing like all the little tidbits and just their relationship. You can really tell the yeah. cast loves each other. Yeah, yeah. And just the nicest people too, so aren't nice. they? So nice. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, I was really I was really happy to connect with them in the first place, but you never know what you're going to get. You know, sometimes people are kind of like, sure, I'll do it. But they were really into it and enthusiastic about doing it and their answers were great and just their personalities. I want to be friends with them. Can we be, can we can we hang out with them? I mean, I love that we have a picture together too, but even some yeah. of the questions we asked, they already were getting into the follow-ups before we even asked them. So yeah. I truly felt like we could have talked the whole afternoon. A hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I, I like to keep these, you know, around an hour, but yeah, we could have done we should have done one with each of them and now that I'm thinking about it. But uh oh well, this it was fun having them on together too though. Yeah. I think they also liked doing it together. I didn't realize how close they really were, too. Yeah, yeah, no that that was funny that that story that's totally a true story where I was just DMing John, like, oh, you, you know, and if I was kind of joking, if you want to have 
anyone else come on with you, you know, let me know. And he's like, well, I'm working out with Alice. <laughs> like, that's a true story. They were at the gym at that moment. And I was DMing. That's perfect timing, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, well, if Michelle's around too, she's welcome to come on. But uh, <laughs> he was like, dream on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was fun. So uh, thanks for co-hosting. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I love the podcast. So I'm always very appreciative when you think of me for opportunities like this. Yeah, we'll come up with some more. Hey, you can produce shows too. If you come up with any, let me know. We can do, you know, I want to do some more Southern California stuff. So you might be the expert on that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's link up. Okay. All right. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you soon. 